0: Jalen Brown is ready. I'm ready because we are seven days away from Boston Celtics training camp. I want you to expand the number seven in the comments if you're ready for some Celtics training camp. What's going on Celtics fans? We are officially one week away from basketball being back in Boston. And there's a lot of storylines heading into this year's training camp. I'm Allie Barefoot. My producer Smitty is right here to my right. And we're going to break down a couple of key topics that we've seen lingering around the NBA rumor sphere, including the boys are now back in Boston, except for Brogdon. Not surprising. He's got a little beef with the front office right now. But of course, Point Tatum might be making his return this year. Not actually slated at the point guard position, but a lot more ball handling is coming his way. And Porzingis just recently recovered from an injury to his right foot. It had him out for about four to six weeks, but now he's been practicing. But will it be a problem heading into the season? We're going to unpack all of this. But, of course, it has to start when other players do arrive in Boston, which they've all been working out. Brogdon has reportedly not arrived in Boston yet. This is not a big surprise. This is no need to panic right now. He's got a little bit of a tiff with the front office, but a Celtics insider did say that he does his workouts back in Atlanta. Usually he goes overseas and does a bunch of community stuff. So we don't see a lot of Malcolm Brogdon in the offseason. I don't think there's been any shift. There's nothing new about this. We're left to wonder if, oh, if he's a little mad, he's the last guy to roll into town for a training camp. Do not hit the panic button just yet. This is not like the NFL where they can just hold out and wait for something better to happen. Brogdon's been working out. He hasn't been eating Doritos on the couch like I have all summer. He's ready to play. Would I like him to actually be working out with the Boston Celtics and building that team chemistry? Of course I would, but he's not very happy with Boston right now because they traded him to LA and then LA traded him back. So he's got a little bit of a beef going on, but I hope this doesn't linger into the regular season. I'm a little bit worried that it's going to, but are you guys worried about Brogdon being back in Boston? Go ahead and type C for concerned, type not, NC for not concerned. Like I said, I'm just a little bit concerned that it's going to linger longer than it should. But the guys are working out regardless, including rookie Jordan Walsh. He has said he has been working his butt off. He's hungry. He's ready to play. He's been working with a lot of other players on the team, which is great. He's been defending Derek White. He's been talking to Big Al, and I want you to know he's going to be a fantastic player for the Celtics organization, whether he gets a lot of minutes this year or not. He was drafted 38th overall in the 2023 NBA draft. Like I said, he's been going one-on-one with Derek White. I don't think there is a better point guard I want to match up with right now in the Eastern Conference than Derek White to really be giving that rookie some reps. And he's going to nobody other than Big Al himself for advice. I want Big Al to give me some advice. He's been on this planet for a while, 37 years old, so I want to hear what he has to say. And I'm going to tell you what Al Horford told Jordan Walsh right after you find out about my new favorite app, Prize Picks. Celtics today has a super new exciting sponsor. It's called Prize Picks. It's one of my favorite apps to use. All you have to do is either pick more or less on about two to six players projected stats and you can win up to 25 times the amount of money on any entry it's so easy to use guys it takes less than 60 seconds to pick more or less for a player and prize picks offers frequent discounts and bonuses for any game i immediately go to prize picks and select my top choices they even have some players ahead of the nba season but I pick some for the upcoming NFL slate. I've got Mac Jones more than two hundred and seven and a half passing yards. I have his receiver, Kendrick Bourne, a little bit less than 36 and a half receiving yards. A little controversial, but I want to see what happens. Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson have been dominating, so I took Tyreek Hill to have more and JJ to have less. Go on ahead and make your picks and see what you can figure out. All you can do, all you have to do is go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first-time deposit match up to a 100 bucks. The link and description are in the chat. Watch yourself win some money, and you can pick in-game projections after the game has even started, including halves, periods, and quarters. Now, Jordan Walsh said, I've been talking to Al, and he's been talking to me about being professional, showing up every day to work hard, and knowing that this first year is going to be a bit bumpy. I don't blame him. I think that's great advice for the rookie, knowing that it's not going to go the way that you want. Jason Tatum didn't have the stats that he's putting up today during his rookie year, so it's going to take a little bit of time. But the fact that you have that veteran leadership in Al Horford, you can even go above and beyond. and You can get somebody else, like a Chris Staff Porzingis gets a little bit older, Not as old as Al Horford, but I think you're talking to the right people, and ready to work. But do you actually think we're going to see Jordan Walsh play this year? Type Y for yes, type N for no. I'm going to go with yes. I think the Celtics are going to be good this year. There's bound to be a blowout or two happening that you're going to be able to put Jordan Walsh in. And I want to see what actually has come from these conversations with Big Al and those one-on-one tournaments with Derek White. Speaking of Derek White, he's going to have Jason Tatum as his right-hand man because Point Tatum might be back for the season as ESPN's Ramona Shelburne has been saying Tatum has been practicing his ability to play the top of the key All summer long. This is not something Celtics fans are new to. We have definitely seen him run the court more times than not. He's not going to be taking over Derek's White's position. He's still our small forward. But he's definitely going to be doing a little bit more of the ball handling. Which is no surprise. Because last year he actually had the most touches on offense at about 75%. Jalen Brown slightly less at about 65% underneath him. And then Derek White is actually at the bottom. I actually prefer this because Derek White's role has really just been take it up the court, go across half court, and then just dish it out to one of the Jays. Now we can dish it out to Chris Stapps Porzingis, which is going to be a great addition in the paint. So I think this definitely speaks on the fact that you want Jason Tatum to have the ball. He's going to be the biggest playmaker. His stats last year obviously proved that because he led the team in assists with 5.3 assists per game last year. And he was score leading scorer in the postseason, 27.2. He obviously had the most offensive touches, and he's was averaging about 11.2 drives per game. I, of course, would like to see the drives happen a little bit more if he's going to be running the top of the key just a little bit more this season than he was last year because, of course, you're not going to have Marcus Smart. He's with the Memphis Grizzlies now. And no, he wasn't as much of a ball handler as Jason Tatum was, but he did, he did serve as uh, Derek White's right-hand man a few times, and I definitely liked him in that position. So I think Jason Tatum is the guy that needs to have the ball. He's the captain on the floor, at least it seems like, and he definitely knows how to run those offenses. So give me one word to describe how you feel about Tatum at the top of the key. I think my word's going to be confident. I want that ball in Tatum's hands. I think he knows exactly what to do with it. So let me know what you think down in the comments. And while you're at it, you can always follow me on Twitter. I told you guys last show I'd be giving out my new followers a shout-out. And, of course, it's exactly what we're doing. We got Mardog83 here at the top. We got a ton of great new followers. Actually, Duncan had a conversation with me on Twitter, asked a bunch of great questions, even gave my producer Smitty a nice follow. Shout out to Duncan. And they weren't the only ones. We even had more people that did follow us. Of course, Kixaholics413 did like some of my tweets. He gave me a great shout out. You guys are awesome. Continue to follow me. My at is down below. It's AR Barefoot. I'm going to be tweeting all the most up-to-date information about the Boston Celtics, including Chris Stapp's Porzingis's, Porzingis's. That's hard. Health. So basically, he missed about four to six weeks. He missed the World Cup for Latvia because he recently recovered from plantar fasciitis in his right foot. I've never had this. It sounds super painful. But you got to think as a Celtics fan, is this going to come up? Because missing four to six weeks in the offseason, that's fine. Just keep doing upper body stuff. It is what it is. Missing four to six weeks in the NBA season could be detrimental. Of course, if you happen to go on a losing streak, you do not want to have to blame it that Chris F korzingis was out. So I'm a little concerned that this is actually going to be a problem later in the season, but the Celtics don't seem to think so. He said that he made an agreement with them during the World Cup that they were going to take out the time, so he wasn't going to play for Latvia. And he said after several weeks of recovery and a repeat MRI examination, the plantar fasciitis in my foot still prevents me from being on the field in full readiness. This joint decision has been made by both the medical staff and coaching staff of the national team as well as the Celtics team. This gives me a little bit more of reassurance that the Celtics know what's going on with them. They're not going to push him as far as he can't go. But he has been working out with the Boston Celtics right ahead of training camp, which makes me feel so much better. He's been doing a lot of exercises knowing that he's feeling ready. He said that he's done with rehab. He did great. I think the sixth week was actually last week, so he should be fully ready to go. He even got an extra week under his belt. So the fact that the Celtics prepared for this Makes me feel 10 times better about the situation. But I will always have that little bit of concern on my shoulder that this is going to affect him later in the season. But of course, if Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets told us anything, you can only prevent injury so much. So I want you guys to go on ahead and subscribe to this channel. We're going to have so much information about the Boston Celtics heading forward. But before we get to that, are you guys concerned about Porzingis' health on a scale of 1 to 10? Let me know in the comments. I'm at about a 5 just right there in the middle. But like I said, if you keep subscribing, we're going to keep you just as up to date as we are with the Boston Celtics news and rumors. Training camp is seven days away.